Hello and welcome to Building Conversations, the podcast where we talk about all things architecture, from past favourite projects and current industry news to the future of the global built environment. I'm Alison Carter and next to me here is my co-host Nav Pal. Hello. We're also joined today by Hannah Holt, who will be with us for a few episodes. Hello. So in this episode, we will be talking about our dream homes and the perfect place to work. So let's get talking. this episode by talking about the perfect place to work. So we've all obviously come back into the office after a very long stint of working from home and we're able to enjoy each other's company, have a laugh with co-workers, you know, go out to lunch together and be more close-knit than we were during all of those lockdowns. But it's not always like that. And Hannah, you were telling us about your brother who's started a new job during lockdown, working from home, and now he's gone into the office and it's not quite what he thought it would be, is it? Unfortunately not. He has just started a new job in sales and for the first six months he was working from home alone and felt quite isolated and didn't really settle into the company as he was hoping to. And he thought that moving to London and starting in the office there would really help him settle in. But unfortunately, the office is really white, really sparsely decorated. There's nowhere to go if you want to sit away from your desk. There's no way to go and have a conversation that's not about work. And so he was quite disappointed by that. I think that's a real issue, isn't it, with offices these days? Um, They all want to be clean, clinical lines, but you do need those breakout areas, uh, which we're very lucky. We've got here, haven't we, Nav? We've got a social hub and we've got lots of little meeting rooms and and bigger rooms so we can go and meet each other if we need. Um, But I feel for him that's really difficult starting Mm, mm -hmm. in an isolated way to start with and then having to come into an office that you're not naturally going to be able to chat in. But then that was the offices of old. You sat at your desk and you went in nine to five and... Great friendships were made by who you were sitting next to. Mm. And I think possibly because we're now working on a more hybrid system that we're in for three, out for two, that doesn't really lead to the continuity that you need to have those conversations really that lead to friendships. So what I wanted to tell you guys about is my partner's workplace. This sounds good, Hannah. This sounds nice. (laughs) I've spoken about it so much because this would be my dream office Mm -hmm. because it's not an office. It is like a city in a work campus sort of thing. Picture this. It's a nice sunny day and you've just walked through the gates and suddenly you are surrounded by six or seven really large office buildings with really nicely landscaped gardens and a massive sculpture of a whale in the middle. (laughs) Perfect. So my girlfriend works at Sky and their offices 
basically try to give you everything you could possibly need. And this, you know, it relates to that whole you aren't able to forge friendships and stuff. They have so many amenities on their campus Mm -hmm. that you would end up meeting so many people that your job wouldn't naturally allow you to meet just because there's so much to do and you're mixing in with so many different people. So what kind of things does it have? So this is where you're going to be shocked. Try to keep your jaw off the floor. (laughs) They have a gym. They have a cinema. They have a masseuse, a hair salon, a nail salon, shoe shiners, cobblers, about six different restaurants in like scattered across all of the buildings. They've actually just opened a new restaurant called The Pavilion. And I've seen pictures, and Alison, you know I am an absolute sucker for a CLT building, a cross-laminated building. She loves wood. (laughs) Anything made of wood, I love to look at it. So, you know, talking about how Hannah, your brother, might not have been able to integrate around with people, Mm. imagine going to the gym at work on your lunch break, and you're seeing people that you haven't seen anywhere else, but like oh, I don't know, I'll lift some weights with this complete stranger that works in the same office as me and I'm able to make friends. No, you see, that's fine. I really wouldn't need to see people I may or may not work with in the gym. (laughs) Just, uh, no, wouldn't do it for me. Well, maybe that was a bad example. Well, yeah, I mean, but the the thing is that I, obviously a slightly different different demographic, would struggle to use all of those um, various amenities because I would need to be home because I've got, you know people I need to go back to. So it would be lovely to have them, but whether they'd get full use from me, I don't know. What do you think, Hannah? I don't think I'd like it at all. I think you need to be able to separate your like personal life from your work life. Mm. And a, a campus like that means that there's no real reason to ever leave the work environment. And it's I quite think, claustrophobic, I would feel. In yeah, some ways. it seems like a bubble and... Don't get me wrong, I'd use all of the things, they sound great, (laughs) but it sounds a bit suffocating. So we've covered the perfect place to work. What about the perfect place to live? By the sea. Why? Because it's relaxing. Oh, it's just, you can just see a distance. Yeah, so you can just breathe. If I was to walk into my dream house, I would open the door and there would be a smell of bread baking. The lawn would just be newly mown and it would be colour. And I do love colour. I've got pink curtains and very brightly coloured cushions. Everything is very colourful in my house because I just like the buzz that you get from that vibrancy. You can feel it as you walk in. Um, I'd like a lot of light. I like natural light and central heating. I don't have that. Mm. I would love to just have a button for heat. That's an interesting mixture of calming elements and then the loud noise of colour because you want to be by the sea because it's relaxing but then you want to fill your home with sort of jarring bright colours so what what do you want? Everything Hannah. You want it all. Everything <laughs> all on the plate as I come in the door. So my flat is what is it like a sort of Victorian conversion mm. 
but they've mm. turned into flats. Mm-hmm. And so you come into the front door and straight in front of you is the door to the toilet. It doesn't lock because there's only three rooms in the flat and realistically there's only going to be two people ever in there. Yeah. So there's no lock on the bathroom door. Um, to your left, you've got the bedroom, which has space for a double bed and a clothes rack and a no wardrobe. No wardrobe. And then the living room is by far my favourite room because it has these really large sash windows and they let in so much light. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the only place in my flat that I actually feel really comfortable because, again, like you, I really like natural light. And it's sort of a open plan living room with a kitchen that's, you know, big enough for one person mm. and the cupboards are all too high for me to reach. So I have to stand on a dining table chair mm. to get to, you know, the food that I keep on the top shelf that I shouldn't be eating. And so my perfect house, I would say very much like you, Alison, is I want it to have lots of natural light, you know, big windows that I can open in the summer to get in lots of fresh air. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't want it by the beach. I have always been... You don't want the sand in your house, do you? I don't want the sand in my I house. No, I've always been a city girl. I have always loved... I think it's an age thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I lived in Hong Kong for five years when I was in my late 30s and uh, I, t- I wouldn't have thought about being anywhere else. But then I came home to the UK and I smelt a own lawn and I thought, yep, time to come back. I can go to the park for that. I'm a five minute walk away from a really gorgeous park and the river and stuff. Yes. So for me, you know, Twickenham is such Best a great of both area. worlds in some ways. Exactly. You yeah. know, I can hop on a train and be at Waterloo in 20 minutes and I can walk five minutes down the road and I'm at the river. Okay, well, I like homes that have the Cotswold Stone, which is like a yellowish sort of brownie creamy brick uh i like open plan so i think it would be open plan although the pandemic has taught people that they actually prefer they'd want some walls and some doors to separate the noise and to sort of walk away from your family and the mess and your your office if you've got one that kind of thing but i do in general like an open plan and I'd like to go for a modern but cosy atmosphere. Some of my family members live in this house, which is gorgeous, but it's so modern that it's it's mm, there's sterile. no real character to it. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like you could kind of be in anyone's home. But mm. they do have pictures of themselves up, but you don't really get much sense of who they are from their home. Okay. And I'd really like that in my own home. I think that's a really good point. See, I always think that your home should reflect your personality. Mm. So, for example, in my house, I've got... And I will tell you, I used to be a lot worse. I have really scaled back the amount of personality that I'm showing in my flat. But I still try to keep some quirky bits. So I think that trend where sort of mid-century furniture came back. So I've got a G-plan unit in my bedroom. I've Mm -hmm. got these, that sort of industrial look came back as well. So I've got these vintage Esso cans and one of them has like a lamp that's coming out of it. So it looks like a really old style oil can with a vintage bulb in it. And that's Mm -hmm. like a quirky little lamp. And then I still have those little bits that kind of show off my personality. I have this 
it's the Green Goblin from Spider-Man and he is holding Peter Parker by some string and that's kind of dangling off a shelving unit. <laughs> and then I think sort of tying those in with more grown-up sort of things like a vinyl player and a, a vintage stand for your vinyls and mm-hmm. then, you know, big crystals. I've got amethysts and rose quartz and sort of make it look a bit more grown-up. Yeah. But I think... For me, your home really needs to show your personality. So clearly we all want very different things from our workplaces and from our homes. I think it will be really interesting to see what the architects and interior designers do to try and accommodate all of us in this coming year. Yeah, it's a challenge. So join us next week for a new episode where we will be revisiting some of our favourite projects including a guitar-shaped hotel. Which is quite something. It really is. It's personally my favourite project that I've seen on our site, as well as a tower of eight vertically stacked tennis courts. Wow. So you want some good netting around those? Yep. Thanks, Nav. Thanks. Bye. Bye.